quality trumps speed and done is the new perfect. Two statements that definitely contradict each other, but uh, you need to know where you lie and what is more important sometimes in whatever you're doing, right? I know uh, with our current state of affairs on the poultry homestead, uh, done being the new perfect in a lot of things, but quality also trumping speed. I mean, there's, there's certain things you just got to know what you want to give up or what is more important to you. And that's what we're diving into today. And welcome to the Poultry Homestead Podcast, everybody. I'm sure glad you're here. And my last episode, uh, interviewing my daughter, we were in the Wisconsin Dells. And there's a big, huge compound there that is, uh, it's got three water parks and all these different hotels connected to them and yada, yada, yada. And uh, we had an absolutely amazing time in Wisconsin Dells. And then when we came home, my beautiful wife took great care of the poultry homestead and there was uh, no looking back. We're definitely going forward into project mode now. Heavy, heavy project mode. Uh, yeah, so we're, we're, we're giving her. And uh, the plans for the homestead are still up up and up here. I mean, we're, we're still, you know, getting more animals, getting, uh, uh, discovering the possibility of new animals. And, well, let's see, it's the middle of January here. I suppose about the middle of next month I better start running an incubator. I don't know. We'll see. But, uh, yeah, things are looking good. And things are looking positive and things are looking up. And definitely moving forward and definitely dropping some cash on our new adventure. Um... So what, we, what, what we're deciding to bite off and chew here is a basement remodel. Now, in order to do this, it, it's not necessarily a remodel. We're actually, it was kind of an unfinished basement. And what we're doing is we are creating another living space in our house, okay? So, as far as the bathroom goes, there's never been a bathroom down there. We are putting a bathroom in, but we did not have, our septic line is not low enough, so we need to have a sewage ejector pump installed. Now, this is a really big thing. You know, it's, it's putting a lift station in your basement for, you know, the, the, so you can run a sink, so you can run a toilet, so you can run a shower, all those things going into that and then pumping it up you know, five feet, so it goes into your septic line and then goes flows out to your septic. Um, because our septic is not gravity feed below that grade, if that makes any sense. So that, and we're also kind of doing some, taking other measures while we're doing this to, we're buying one of those pumps that pumps water up into your bladder so 
that you can pump your well up to 35 pounds and run water out of any tap when you do not have electricity. Because our well pump is electric, right? But if you buy one of these manual well pumps, you can just crank on it for a little while and get your, your what you call it, up to 35 pounds. And then we can run water out of any tap in our house when we do not have electricity. Whether it, even for years on end, you know. So that's kind of our prepper type of thing that we're doing in, the, in this project. But uh, also having another, another living space down there, we're also opening up uh, an avenue to having um, our, our milk filtering station, my wife's milk filtering station. That is gonna be way more streamlined and easy and its own spot. So it's not in the middle of the kitchen and she's got her own spot to do that. Uh, also, I mean, say for instance, if we put a dishwasher down there, I mean, there's times when we only run the dishwasher just because we have 10 half gallon mason jars in there from filtering milk, you know? So it'll open up an avenue for my wife to have that different spot to wash those mason jars for doing your milk, you know? Um, not only that, but having this other kitchenette down there, I mean, like in the middle of the summer, if you wanted to run the oven and have a chicken, it doesn't heat up your normal living space. And you can do that in the summer and still have an awesome chicken dinner in the middle of the summer. You know, me, myself, I'd like to be grilling, but you know what? In the middle of the week when I'm at work, I'm not gonna fire up the grill and do a beer can chicken and take six hours to do that. Let's face it, it's just something that's not gonna be happening. So it is what it is in that respect. But um, other than that, I mean, just having another bedroom, uh, if we have guests over, they have their own living space and they have privacy amongst each other. So um, they don't have to be bumping elbows with us in our house, you know, I mean, they can actually have their own private spot to be at and live in and it'll be their own little living space, you know, if they gotta get ready or when they're getting ready for bed or whatever, you know, I mean, we don't have to be crossing each other in, in that respect. So that, that'd be a nice thing to have too. Not only that, but it adds value to your house. You know, if you ever, you know, just needed a place with, you know, more bathrooms, more bedrooms, whatever, you know, it just adds value. So that's a big project going on right now. And it's, I mean, this last weekend, jackhammering out concrete in the basement and getting rid of a few things and plumbing the, doing all the plumbing underground and digging a four foot deep hole for that sun basket underneath the concrete floor. You know, I mean, that's what we're doing right now. And then uh, pretty soon we'll be getting some lumber and framing walls and finishing that. And yeah, just getting a lot done. But um, not only that's going on, but you know, I mean, this is the time of year where if you live in Minnesota, you don't want to take off work because the weather's not that nice. You know what I mean? It's, uh, it, you want to take off work when the weather's nice and you're outside and you're doing things, you know? I mean, this is the time of year though where you don't really do that. You know, and I got three day weekends, so I'll be giving around the old basement, you know, and in the evenings and in the uh, weekends, definitely. So we'll see what trains up on that. But uh, yeah, having a good time at it, and we're, you know, we're just trying to 
constantly be looking at those things in 2022 that we can improve. Um, but we also need to decide, you know, is it speed that we're looking for or quality that we're looking for or quality with speed is also really nice to have. But uh, sometimes just having something done is perfect. You know what I mean? Uh, for instance, yesterday, the plumbers were there, and the one guy says, well, I pour concrete usually for us. We were going to put it up for bids or whatever. He goes, I can do this in, you know, an hour, hour and a half. Well, shit. Of course we're going to have that guy freaking pour our concrete. You know why? Because done is the new perfect. Is it going to cost us a little bit more than having me do it? Yes. Is he going to do a better job than I would have done? Of course he is, because he's done this before. He has the experience, and he's a concrete guy. So that's who we're having doing, having doing it. So all that being said, you know what I mean? It's really nice just to have, you know, just to have it done, even if it costs you an extra couple bucks. You know, think about the time and the energy and the farting around that it would have taken us to go find somebody else to do this when we already have an expert standing right in front of you and they can do it, you know. Right about then, you know, the pennies aren't the, aren't the issue. Getting it done is the issue. And then now this next weekend, I don't have to do that. And it's not going to take me two days to do it. The concrete will be dry, it'll be ready, and I can start building walls on it. You know what I mean? So getting that done and then getting the lumber in the house, baby, I mean, that'll be nice. It'll be nice to get all that lumber in and start getting those walls up so I can start thinking about where I want my switches and wires and outlets and all that stuff, you know? So not a whole lot to worry about, but, but uh, you know, you're just constantly thinking about the next process and moving forward and getting it done. And you know what? The guy did a great job. So who am I to, who am I to judge, right? So um, yeah, getting that done. Also, you know, I mean, we're also still thinking about how we are moving forward with this homesteading. You know, I, my wife right now is wheeling and dealing on a steer that she wants to buy that'll be ready to come in February. There's a possibility we'll be getting a steer. You know, feeding grass hay to a steer out in that, uh, out in that pasture with the, the, our dairy cow buttercup, that'd be perfect. You know what I mean? It'd be great. So we can do that. We're also thinking about how we're going to fence so the chickens eat less feed and they eat more corn out of the cow shit. Yes, that might sound gross to you, but it's kind of a regenerative way of farming. You know, I mean, you're, you're, you're feeding the cow, it gets the energy and stuff, but the chickens take what's left over from that and they're scratching it and eating it too. So by getting the chickens available to be in the cow pen, that's a big thing right there, um, that we can get them in there and they can eat all those microorganisms and bugs and worms and flies and maggots and all that shit in the, in the cow pen all summer long. If they can eat that, I mean, think, think about, they're really good eggs, it's really good food for them, they can handle it, and why not? Just why not, you know? So it's something to think about. Um, other than that, I mean, yeah, we got some pigs, some more pigs coming, which by the way, this pig that we've got, 
I mean, it really has a personality, and it is really becoming a part of the family. I mean, we bought it for our daughter to have as a pet, and then it will grow up and give birth to all the baby pigs, and our daughter will really have a good time uh, seeing a part of that. But um, we are just astounded as to how much of a connection we are getting with this pig, my wife and I even. Um, our daughter, you know, I mean, she, she's definitely connected with it, but I mean, she doesn't sit and scratch it as much as we do, um, even though it is her pig. Uh, her name is Petunia, and we are, oh, geez, I mean, that, that pig, we're feeding it some of Buttercup's milk from time to time. It probably drinks, oh, geez, almost a gallon of milk a day, I would say. And the thing's growing. It's like ballooning up. Like, the thing's getting huge. And then, it doesn't like pig feed, okay? You know the shit you buy at the store that's called pig feed? Yeah, it doesn't like that. It likes cracked corn and buttercup's milk. And that thing sits there and begs for milk. I mean, it'll sit there and squeal at you and be as annoying as it possibly can until you pour some milk in its dish. And it's just hilarious. And then when you start scratching this pig, pigs like to be scratched and rubbed so you can scratch it. And I sit there and tell this pig how awesome it is. And I sit there and scratch its jowls. I mean, you should see its jowls. It has like a fold under its chin and these jowls stick out and behind the ears and underneath the jowls, it's already got big wrinkles that you never are gonna be able to clean unless you actually stick your fingers in there. It's just awesome. I mean, you just sit there and scratch them and the pig sits there and oinks in pleasure. Sometimes it'll even sit down or lay down on its side so you can sit there and scratch it. It's just amazing. This pig is just such a personality. And, and you know, we throw her in the chicken pen on nice days like uh, when it's, above 20 degrees. We'll throw her in there for a few hours. She has a good old time in there with the chickens. And uh, yeah, you know, pretty good time. Pretty good time. So uh, anyway, all that looking forward to and we're gonna get more friends for her. So uh, there'll be more pigs in our life here in the next few weeks here. So we're really looking forward to that. We're really looking forward to having pork on our operation. It'll be quite a while till we can uh, you know, butcher, but uh, that's okay, that's okay. We can just tell that this is gonna be very well taken care of pork. And with that milk in their, in their diet, I can't believe that that pork wouldn't be the best ever. Um, look at our meat birds. You know, we fed milk from our cow to the meat birds, and those meat birds that we have, that chicken, the single-handedly most delicious chicken I've ever had in my life. You know why? Because we didn't do what everybody else does. We did what one of our homesteader friends told us to do. And best idea ever. Best idea ever. And uh, if any of you uh, would, would like to hear uh, that podcast that I did just put out uh, interviewing my daughter, uh, as you can tell, I had my daddy mode on. I did not have my poultry homestead podcast voice on. But uh, yes, my daughter. What an amazing kid, huh? I'm so proud of her. And uh, just a 
you know, it's, it's really nice to see the world through the eyes of a child sometimes. And that's kind of what that podcast, what we were trying to portray and bring to the world right there was the homestead through the eyes of a child. You know, not all this complicated murmur that you're hearing in your life and not all this, this, this clutter in your brain because kids have a much different view of things. So it's, it's pretty neat. It's pretty neat. And it was just neat to, just to hear that beautiful voice of that kid on the podcast. So if you get a chance, go ahead and go back to that episode, interview with my daughter, and a uh, hell of an episode. I, I can't listen to it enough. I can't listen to it enough. It's, it's my best episode to date. But I suppose I better get going. Just kind of wanted to give you a homesteader update. Uh, we got a lot going on in this basement remodel. You know, I'm going into it with a, the best attitude possible. Um, my wife has been very happy with me. She says, you do not have your crabby face when you're working on this. And, and you know, this 2022, you know, I'm, I'm, I don't want to have a crabby face. I don't want to have a crabby face when I'm doing a project. You know, because this project is going to bring us a lot of joy. You know, uh, for us and our family. So, you know, we're doing it for all the right reasons. Uh, it might take a little time, you know, because um, we don't want to uh, deplete our budget too much. But uh, we also want to get her done, too. So, you know, there's, there's a certain amount of balance right there that we got to look at. Anyway, thank you for tuning in today. I sure appreciate it. And God bless you. If any of you, now, I, can I reiterate enough? If any of you are willing to be interviewed on this podcast, I would love to do it. Uh, please contact me, ziggy underscore 519 at yahoo.com. I would love an email. Those of you that are closer to me and have my phone number, I would love a text from you. Those of you that only have Instagram and don't like emailing and stuff like that, hook up on that. I would love to interview you about your views on homesteading and what you're doing. Because we don't all do it the same. And the good people of the Poultry Homestead Nation deserve to find out how other people are doing things, not just me. Because there's 200 ways to do everything. And every one of those ways are right. Anyway, have a good one.